amazing. Welcome back to the brunch table. We are back finally. Um, you are very grainy. Oh, no. no, you're fine now. Okay, never mind. Yes, we are back and we are just doing a solo episode today, just the two of us. Um, in the new year, we're going to get some some guests. And some good ones. At and that. some good ones. Yeah, we're going to finagle something. <laughs> so, but for now, we're just going to wrap it up, just the two of us. We are virtual. So, you know, sorry for any technical difficulties. We're figuring it out still. We are. Of course, as usual. Um, Candace, I know know you were sick. How are you feeling? (laughs) Yes. So I had COVID and then I went to Mexico and then two weeks later got the flu. So I've had all the things you can have. And, you know, the flu was honestly the worst of it. I was just waiting for the sweet release of death to be perfectly honest but <laughs> you finally you the emergency or the urgent care yeah i went to urgent care just because i keep hearing about you know respiratory infections that are happening and i'm like should i be taking like medication is this serious so um i think i'm just also ha- like us as people haven't been that sick in a long time because everyone's been, you know, careful with COVID. So I think you just forget what it's like to be miserably sick and not have it be COVID. So anyway, I went to urgent care. They gave me some Tamiflu. And honestly, I started feeling better pretty quickly after that. So I I don't regret it, but it was a little dramatic. (laughs) Uh, I know I was stalking you on Be Real because I was like, what is she doing? And just, just being sick. Okay. That's what I love about Be Real though. I just like seeing what everyone's doing in that exact moment. I know. I feel like it always goes off when I'm like at the dog park or asleep still. So I just like... Wiley's usually in your B-reels and I love that. Yeah. He's my shadow. He does not leave my side. Not even for one little second. Not even one moment of peace. (laughs) I know what that's like. (laughs) Now that I have a Stoose, I can relate. How old is Stoose now? 15. Wow, she's an old lady. She's a grandma, and she's sitting here next to you with a cone on her head because she won't stop licking herself, and she still will lick her cone. So if you hear licking in the background, it's juicy. <laughs> um, yeah, we have two dogs in our house now, and it's it's actually it's been good. How is your roommate situation? I mean, we had her on the pod and she listened. So obviously you have to be nice. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, your house looks really cute. Your new couch. I see you decorated for Christmas. So is it just like a good symbiotic roomy relationship? Yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, no complaints. It's just been, it's, you know, it's good to have some new energy in the house. And Kara's mm-hmm. definitely more of a morning person. And mm-hmm. I am not a morning mm-hmm. person. Um, so yeah. And then like, I'm more of a, like a night, a night person. So it's, that's, it's just like different, but honestly, it's been fun. I'm glad that I'm glad she's here, honestly. So yeah. 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 No, that works out well when you have different schedules. Cause then you get a little time to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm, totally. I feel like we have so much to catch up on because I know when did I last see you? I haven't seen you in real life. <laughs> I don't remember when was the last time at Meg's. When was Meg's. that? Oh yeah, what that was was that October or Probably October? October. Because yeah. we were talking about the spooky story that we can't find that she sent us. Yes. So, um, yeah, that was the last time I saw you in person, and since then, I went to Mexico for a bachelorette party. 
Oh yeah. I saw that. Was it fun? Oh my God. So fun. It's like, I don't want to gatekeep, but I do because I don't think this is a very like popular place in Mexico, but we went to Bacalar and it's, it's very far south. It's like three hours south of Tulum, I believe. And it's like almost Belize, but, um, you know, not super touristy. Um, we felt very safe. It was, uh, like the people were just so kind. And then beautiful. It's like a lagoon. It's just a big crystal clear lagoon. So it's great for swimming. Um, what kind of creatures are in the water? I don't know. I don't want to know. Didn't look it up, but yeah, no, we had a blast. They have like a lazy river, like a natural lazy river. Ooh, just kind of sit and flow and the water's warm and beautiful. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, highly recommend Bacalar. I really need a vacation somewhere else. Have you change of scenery? (laughs) I was going to say, have you traveled since I last saw you? No, I like have not. I feel like I have not left San Diego in a long time. And well, I am going to go home next week to Boston. No, it's just going to be, it's just going to be cold. I mean, even here, I'm such a baby. It was literally like 50 degrees. And I was like, I am freezing. I have like two coats on. I'm like, Carrie, you need, you need to layer up when you get outside. She's like, you're soft. I'm no, saying, it's freezing here. She'll she'll get there soon enough, and then she, she won't. Be able I think to she's getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jenny is already. I know. Um, let's see what else have I? Oh well, I mean, I, I went through a breakup. So that, yeah, I feel like we need to touch on that because the last I feel like it was the last pod you guys had just started dating again. <laughs> yeah, that's been honestly, it's for the best. Like I'm glad we tried it. Yeah. And now we know for sure. No, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, exes are exes for a reason, generally speaking. Sometimes it does work out. And if you give it another chance, but usually not. No, usually not. So um, moving right along, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Have you gone on any dates? Have you been trying at all? Are you taking a break for the holidays? What's the vibe? I feel like I'm like ready. I'm ready to go on some dates. I want to like meet some people that are not like in my circle of people, like just someone yeah. So I am on the apps again now and I was going to go on a date with this guy last week, but, um, in classic like fashion, I was like, all right, are we meeting up tonight? And he's like, Oh, I forgot I have a Halloween or a Christmas party. He mm-hmm. goes, do you want to come? <laughs> it's like, no, I, I, I don't. That's a high pressure work Christmas party. <gasps> no, I have never met you. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so awkward. I mean, maybe, maybe a friend one for the pod. I was thinking, I was like, well, it could be funny, but, yeah. um, I just, I, no, I don't need to be putting myself in that, that situation. But I think this is good. This will, um, encourage you to say yes to more things just for the content, you know, totally just for the content. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm getting back out there. I feel like I'm, I'm ready. So We'll see. You know what? I'm excited. I'm excited for the journey. I'm excited for the stories because I got to live vicariously. Yeah. Well, I I like was talking to uh, a friend yesterday and he was like, you should write down like a list of what you're looking for and then send it to me and then we will figure out where these people are because you're yeah. not going to be meeting them at the dive bars in PB. And I was yeah. like, true. You're not going to meet them barbecuing meat at that one. What is that dive bar that we went to? I love her. I love it too. But yeah, probably not Prince Charming. Um, But yeah, I like the idea of a list. I had a pretty – I didn't write it out, but I had a pretty strong, clear list in my head. Mm, And I I think it was met. That's good. Yeah. Manifested it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I like to think I'm a manifester. Manifesting. <laughs> We're manifesting things. That's what's happening in the 2023. We're bringing things to us. The year of manifestation. I've, yeah. I feel like I've already – done that. I mean, it's just pure luck at the end of the day, but we're going to call it manifesting, but like new job, old boo, but you know, consistent uh, wedding. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so excited for your wedding. I know. I'm like, it's still so far away. It's going to come up soon. Before I know. Everyone says. That's what everyone's That's been saying for two says. years. And I'm like, it's still six months away. Um, <laughs> but we're getting there. And after the holidays, it'll be, I'm sure, a race, race to the aisle. So uh, right. I almost unplugged my microphone. Um, in other news, unrelated to anything, but I just want you to know. Close to my mic. I am trying Flutter Habit lashes. Have you heard of those? What is that? Um, they're like supposed to be. Oh God, I can't think of words. Is that what you have on your eyes right now? Yeah, they're eyelashes. They're fake. They're fake eyelashes. But like you know, they're supposed to be like extensions that you can do at home because they last like four or five days, and you put them on the bottom side of your lashes. And honestly, it was very difficult. And I think they look really wonky. I had to put on eyeliner to try and like make it look a little bit normal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. I can't give a good review on it yet because I think it could just be user error, but like (laughs) they look insane. So, Oh, I thought I was like, they look good. Well, from, from afar, they look good. Thank you so much. As long as everyone stays a few feet away from me, I think I'll be okay. Distanced. (laughs) Yes. Social distancing. Keep it up. Um, Okay. Well, we, we have two different drinks today because we, are just doing our, you know, we're just winging it again, mm-hmm. as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about what you have? I do. I do. So in honor of flu season, I am drinking a hot toddy. Um, I think everyone knows what that is, but it's essentially a hot water and whiskey, lemon, honey, and a cinnamon stick. And Tyler actually did have cinnamon sticks. So I feel fancy. That is fancy. Um, and it's supposed to really be good for like coughs and colds. And I did drink it when I had the flu. Um, I don't know if it helped, but it tasted good. I think I've, I've definitely had one when I felt like a cold coming on. Like I was like, Ooh, I'm feeling it. And then I got one and I, it like went away. I was like, yeah. alcohol saving, Magic. saving it. <laughs> Magic. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Swiss Miss hot chocolate with rum chata. Mm. Um, and then I put they, so I went to the store and they have like the gift box of rum chata, which was somehow cheaper than just the bottle. So they have like <laughs> the lime rum chata. They have like a peppermint and then like the the regular kind. So I put the regular kind <clears throat> and then a little of the peppermint in there. Um, and it as actually, yeah, give us a star rating. It's very tasty. Um, I would give this for a nice holiday drink. Like a four. Solid wow. four. That's really good. I would like to try that. That sounds delicious. Um, I guess I should rate mine. I'm going to give it a solid four as well. Um, it has health benefits. It's a classic. It's a comfort um, drink. But, I mean, it's nothing exciting. So it, it loses a point for the lack of, like, pizzazz. 
Right. I would also say with mine, I wish I put like a garnish or even like some whipped yeah. cream or like a marshmallow or something on there. But I just I wasn't thinking. Yeah, time. no, a garnish would really elevate yours to elevate probably a four point four point two. Even I would even or maybe even some like crumbles, like cookie crumbles or something uh-huh. on top. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, next time. <laughs> next <Later>. time we'll <laughs> remake our drinks and we'll um, them, the way like we the- want them. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're doing a little something a little different today. So we have two stories we're going to read. Um, this comes from this. I used to read this column all the time when I was living in Boston, but it's the love letters column um, on Boston.com. Um, I think Meredith Goldstein is like the one that writes the column. So um, I just get like so much entertainment out of reading them. Uh, so what we're going to basically what someone writes in, you know, with like a relationship issue and then Meredith responds. So what we're going to do is we haven't, we don't know which story is, which which story we each picked. So we're going to read it. We're going to give our own advice and then we'll see how wrong we are when Meredith tells us. (laughs) I love this. I love this for us because we are giving unsolicited, unprofessional advice and then we get to actually check Check. Back check if we're right or not. Totally. Totally. Um, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I'm going to start. And okay. here's why. I did not do much research. Um, although I will say just from perusing the articles very quickly, um, I'm going to have to dive deep into this column later it's, on. It's really good. I um, really enjoy it. But I did start a new job. I just want everyone to know that. So um you know, half-assing everything in my life. So anyway, I did do kind of a big girl job, pretty, a pretty big girl job. It's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, I'm on my lunch break. I don't know if I should be advertising that. We're Um, multitasking. We're, we're hustling. That's what we do. It's off the clock. You can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. And I can have whiskey in my, um, hot toddy. So anyway, point is I didn't do much research. So I just clicked on one that sounded kind of interesting to me. So um, I'm going to read mine because I just don't know that it's going to be that great to be perfectly honest. So (laughs) this one is called I Reconnected with an Old Fling, a classic tale. Mm -hmm. Who hasn't? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hi, Meredith, aka Candace and Allie. I reconnected with a high school fling over the summer. We're both in our 30s and it was nice to catch up. We both mentioned our partners. He's married and I'm in a relationship, but we just clicked. We're both living in different states. However, we texted daily, flirted heavily, and talked on the phone quite a bit for a few months. My head was in the clouds over him. I was instantly smitten. I was beginning to think we were developing an emotional connection until recently when he began to mention his wife and started friend zoning me. I think this is a sign. Oh, I took this as a sign and began to contact him less to give myself space. He's now mentioned his wife and I meeting in the near future. And while I think it would be nice, it also stings because I caught feelings for him along the way. I absolutely respect his marriage and would never pursue him, but I feel I was led on. I love my boyfriend, but I also hate this guilt that I feel about our relationship. What makes me even more torn is that I've developed a genuine friendship with my married friend and we are pretty affectionate toward each other. Nothing that crosses the line, but I feel if I were to cut him off to distance myself, it would lead him to question why. I would rather avoid revealing my true feelings knowing he's married. However, my feelings are eating me up inside. I value our friendship, so I'm trying to quietly let my feelings fade, but it's been absolutely difficult to do. I think about him constantly. 
what to do. I feel crushed from crushed. Okay. So she's in a relationship. She has a boyfriend. And she's having what I would consider kind of like an emotional affair with this married man. Agreed. Okay. No. (laughs) Cut it off, bitch. Cut it off. Okay. No, I'm sorry. That was aggressive. Um, Here's the thing. Obviously, at the end of the day, he is the one who took the vows. He is the one who should be committed to his wife, and he is definitely crossing a line. Yeah. At the same time, you are too. Let's like women having women's backs. If he's doing this to his wife, he's not that good of a guy. I'm sorry. True. He's just not. And I mean, maybe he started to and then realized what he was doing wrong. So he backed off and committed to his wife. And that's what he should do. And they both should cut it off. They're just like keeping it messy by being friends. He's not your friend. You have enough friends. You say you value the relationship and the friendship. You don't. You just have feelings for him. Like, right. Right. Clean Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, exactly what I, what you said I was going to say is like, he, it seems like he was like interested and, you know, kind of getting a little, maybe like emotionally involved with her and then realized like, oh crap. Yeah, no, I can't be doing this. And then, so he's pulling away. So, which is good on him, I guess. But like, I, yeah, I don't understand why she's like, even if she's actually happy in her relationship with her boyfriend, I don't understand why she's even like entertaining this at all. Like I honestly it sounds like she's probably not into her boyfriend that much and yeah. she's maybe bored or she's but she's obviously seeking something from somebody. Yeah. And so I think she either she needs to A, stop talking to this man and B evaluate her relationship and maybe get out of that if she doesn't <laughs> if she's not getting what she needs out of it. It doesn't sound like she is. I totally forgot about the boyfriend because I was so focused on the wife and the marriage. But like, yeah, break up with the boyfriend. He's clearly not giving you what you need. And that's not to say that like one person is going to fulfill every single thing in your life. But like if it's good, you wouldn't want to ruin it by going elsewhere and toying with these other things. Totally. And like what if the – it's just like – it's just messy because then what if like she sees him texting – you know, him or he, I mean, sorry, he sees her texting him and vice versa. The wife is like, who's this person? It's also weird that she hasn't met the wife. So it is like kind of sneaky. It just gives me sneaky vibes. Like if you haven't met the wife, then very you're, not, sneaky then you're not friends. If you haven't met her, his wife, you're not right. friends. You're like, <laughs> then you don't know about a huge part of his life. And also like, why does he want the wife and her to meet? I think he's just saying that maybe. I think he's very confused and hasn't fully cut off as he should as well. But um, it's just messy. No one's going to end up happy in the end. I think everyone in this situation gets hurt. And I say, cut it off and break up with your boyfriend and find someone new. Should we see what the professional says? Let's see what Meredith has to say. Also, I don't know if she's a professional. We should, huh. we should also read because there's like it says like a featured comment. Oh, okay. Underneath, and they're and it's all people, mostly people from Boston that write them, and they're some of them are so funny. Oh my god, I love it because they're aggressive. Um, wait, who is Meredith? Is she? I'm I'm saying let's go to the professional. Is she like a? Do we know who she is? 
I just a writer. I, know she has a, I think I know she. I think she does have a podcast also, but she's mm. like a. She's had this column forever, so I think I, I, she's probably some sort of journalist. I really don't know. We should probably look her up. Okay, we're gonna look <laughs> her up after this. You guys should too, because you know we love supporting other women and podcasts and uh, things. Okay, so a. Oh, that's the answer. <laughs> okay. I absolutely... Okay, so this is in quotes. This is how it starts. I absolutely respect his marriage and would never pursue him. It doesn't sound like that's true. You feel led on, which means you wanted some kind of mutual romantic experience. I think you're fooling yourself about your intentions. Did you expect to flirt with him forever without hitting some kind of wall? I do think you should back away from this relationship out of respect for his marriage and to take care of yourself. This is eating you up inside, in quotes. That doesn't sound healthy for your brain at all. If you're thinking about him constantly, you need time to get over it. And you can't do that if you're texting every day and waiting for his replies. If you don't want to talk to him about why you need need space, simply ask, ask for it, ask for it. I think something spelled wrong there. And say you're busy. I have a feeling he'll understand. Maybe later when you're over the whole thing, you can say more about what happened. As you step away, consider your boyfriend and whether you want to be in this relationship as is. Is the connection giving you what you need? Are you in a good place to be exclusive? Pay attention to how you feel about the person in front of you. We nailed it. I would say. You nailed it. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I will say this wasn't that hard. I think probably anyone would um, agree with us. But I get well, when you're in it, sometimes it's harder it's hard to see when you're in it, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Is readers, any chance this LW, what's LW? Oh, letter writer. Letter writer. Can get over these feelings without backing away. Would you tell the ex-fling why you need space? I would just say why. I would Same. say, like, I'm sorry, but we're, like, playing with some boundaries here. I'm starting to feel a little emotionally connected. I think you are too. And mm-hmm. I think we need to, like, cut this off. Because it's not fair to right. any of us. Yeah, I think. How old did she say she was? Like in her thirties. In her thirties. Yeah, you're you're an adult. Just say it. Okay, so I'm showing the comments. Like sometimes it will do like featured comment, and then it, at the bottom, like say it's something. Maybe you have to be logged in. I yeah. think you have to be logged in. I can see some of them. But let's let me just read one. I'm. It's not necessarily the top one. Um. She said the same thing. I absolutely respect his marriage and would never pursue him. No, you don't. Just like so many in your crappy generation. <laughs> Just because you believe the lies you tell yourself doesn't make it true. There is no truth. Just oh, there is no my truth. Just the truth. Please tell us how you're the victim here. Ah, oh, you uh, need a you need a factory reset, toots, because you're busted. Oh my god, this is so Boston. I love it. <laughs> Oh my god! I love the comment section in this. Someone said it's the George Costanza rule. It's not a lie if you believe it. We love a Seinfeld reference. We love that. Um, God, that's hilarious. Wait, our crappy generation. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, well, aren't all generations crappy in their own way? We are. I feel like I see so much of it on TikTok, this whole like Gen Z versus millennial versus Gen X and like all the different ways we're all messed up. And at the end of the day, we're all just figuring it out. Yeah. Doing our best, honestly. Doing our best. Just doing our best. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. This one is actually today's letter, but I felt like Ooh. it was a little 
this has been a conversation that's come up before. So I just want to, um, yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. Okay. Dear Meredith and Candace and Allie, um, I've been single for a while now. I've had a really traumatic past relationship and breakup. It took me a long time to heal from it. After going through therapy and just taking time for myself, I felt ready to get back out there. But dating has has me feeling kind of down. I don't really know what to do. I'll get dressed up and go out, but men never approach me or flirt with me. And when I approach them, they tend to make it clear I'm not the woman they want to talk to. It makes me feel invisible. I feel like I've had more encounters with online dating, but they never lead anywhere. I've really been trying to put myself out there, but it always feels tedious and complicated. I feel like I can't really discern who's a good fit for me anymore. I have met a few guys who seem like a who seem like good people in the beginning and then their character changes. Then when it's time to set up a date or meet up, I've been ghosted or I get stood up and I'm really tired of it to the point where I feel like if I do meet a man or sorry, to the point where I feel like if I do meet a who that's a typo to the point where I do feel like if I do meet someone who wants to be with me, I'm not going to want to give him the time of my because of my previous experiences. That was a really hard sentence and mm-hmm. she did not, it was typos, whatever. Um, I just feel so exhausted trying to find someone. What should I do so I don't have such bitter contempt for men and dating? Mm. Yeah. So my thoughts, first of all, <clears throat> I feel like when you're feeling like in a rut or in like, when you're just not feeling like good either about yourself or about dating in general, or just like you, you, you kind of give off like that energy. You kind of give like, it's like, it's all about the vibe. Right. So like Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're going out and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to go out and hang out with my friends. I'm going to have fun and like not go out with the intention of like, who am I going to meet? And like, I, like, I need to meet a man tonight and blah, blah, blah. Like, that is way more, I think, a attractive to people that you're just like having fun doing your own thing. And I, I think like, I mean, from personal experience, like that, that works for me, at least, I don't know. Um, and also maybe she's not really ready to date then if she's really like, I don't know, coming up against a wall with all these people, or maybe she's not looking, I actually think maybe she's not looking for or like the man she's looking for is not in the places she's at. Like she, mm-hmm. like the man she wants maybe is not going to be at the bar. Right. Maybe she's going to go do something else, like a, an activity or like a sports league or I don't know, a hobby, something. Yeah. But maybe I, that's kind of what I think for her too. But again, it, I think it is really all about like your, your energy put out there. Cause if you're going out there and just feeling like anxious or whatever, then it's, you, you're not going to meet anyone because no one's, no one's going to, no one wants to talk to you like, yeah. it's like that. I don't know. What do you know? You took the words right out of my mouth. I've just been sitting here like an idiot nodding <laughs> aggressively because I, that was 100%. My first thought is if you're not having fun, no one else is going to have fun. Like it, a hundred percent is the vibe you put out there. And I know that's annoying because it seems sometimes like you can't control it, but I think you are spot on in Go out to spend time with your friends. Go out to try a cocktail bar because you've been really wanting to try this place that has this cool drink. Like plan things for yourself. Join a sports team or like a trivia night group, I don't know, on meetup or something like that. Like I do things for yourself. And I think I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast, but 
everyone says like, oh, it comes when you're not looking. And I've always found that to be annoying because at the end of the day, you're always looking. But I do think there's a difference between wanting to find someone, but taking care of yourself and doing things for yourself and hoping you meet someone along the way rather than like going out with the sole intention of meeting someone. So I agree. I think it's just shifting the mindset to focus on what you want to do for you. And if you meet someone great, of course, you're always going to be looking. Mm -hmm. But when you start planning for yourself and making decisions for yourself, I think that's when you when you're having fun. And yeah. then it just it just draws people in. Mm -hmm. I would also say to her, like, maybe go out and go do something like by yourself. Like, okay, go to go to like a restaurant or a bar you really like. Sit at the sit at the bar by yourself and like but just be like approachable, you know, like talk to the bartender, like be like, don't just sit there on your phone or whatever, but be like approachable. And then like, maybe somebody will come up and approach you or you never, mm -hmm. you just, you never know. But like, you, like, you just have to like, I, it's hard because it, I get it like to, mm -hmm. to stay positive when you're, when you're kind of like always feeling like you've been like rejected time after time or something, it's hard to stay positive. And I totally get that. And then sometimes maybe you do just need to take a break and just, you know, don't date for a bit until you yeah. can like reset. But if you're going out there with like, yeah, like I'm going to go to this bar, probably no one's going to talk to me and I'm just going to be like feeling like a loser and blah, blah, blah. Then like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I agree. I like that. Take a break. Take a break. Just be like, I'm not going out to meet anyone. I'm just going out to have fun. And um, I also would like to shout out a friend of mine, uh, Instagram account, a book and a bev check her out but she literally will just like we're, we're in a book club and she'll take her book to a restaurant she's been wanting to try a bar she's wanting to try just like sit on the patio with a drink and read her book and it just sounds like wonderful like you time mm -hmm. and I mean I know if you're reading maybe you're not that approachable but I think it's better than being on your phone and you just are doing stuff for you and then yeah. you know maybe people will be drawn to that because they're like, oh, wow, look at that girl feeling confident in herself, just like drinking and reading a book and having a great time. People exactly. love having fun. <laughs> people love fun. So I anyway, know. I know we nailed this, but what did Meredith say? Let's see what Meredith said. All right. Meeting offline is difficult these days. People have been trained to use apps, which means that approaching a stranger in a public place can feel bold and scary. Some might be concerned about interrupting a person's evening. It's no longer the standard way to find love. That leaves the apps. And yes, it's frustrating. And a lot of people ghost. Oh, yeah, we never really touched on the app part of it. But sure. um, I'll go, we'll circle back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wish I had a magic way of dealing with that disappointment. It might help to ask for a FaceTime as a mini date before you make in-person plans. If someone can't do that pretty quickly, you'll know that even a small effort was too big. I recommend clubs, teams, and activities when people have dating fatigue. Running clubs, volunteer work, movie, and book clubs. Wow. It's not that I think people out there are going to – it's not that I think people are going to find love there, although it does happen. It's more than a club. Some activity with ongoing responsibilities and events can broaden your circle and give you multiple opportunities for someone to get to know you. Clubs offer a natural way to be seen over time. It seems like that's what you need. Instead of putting all your effort into looking for a partner, spend some time growing your community. If you love an activity, pursue it around others. You'll meet people with similar priorities. After that, good things might happen. Yep. Yeah, I know. And I do, I, it's, I mean, have you ever gotten stood up? 
Mm, not like at a place, but like where we had date plans and they never texted or I'm like, hey, are we still on for tonight? And like never mm-hmm. heard back, you know? So like you never got to the place and then like they never showed up. No. Yeah, no, me neither. But that does happen. I feel like that's so fucking shitty. So shitty. And I can see how that would be like a huge bummer, but it's also like not about her. It's about that person, like that person. Right. Especially if they've never met you. Right. They're obviously not ready or it's not the right person. So it's nothing to do with her, but it's hard to not take it personally, which I get. Yeah, of course. No, I agree um, with everything. I think she's, you know, said what we said pretty much. But just back to the apps. I mean, I don't know, like, personal experience. I had a year on the apps where I was going hoard. Okay. <laughs> like I had a new date all the time. I wish I did 2022 or how everyone's doing their wrapped dating wrapped um, <laughs> that year because I know it would have been good because I went on so many first dates and not many second dates, but I genuinely was having the best time while I was doing it. And I would go on these dates. I would usually take a shot beforehand. Uh It was usually walking distance. So I'd like walk to the bar down the street and meet up with this guy. And then I would just go in it for the story. I was not going in it like, I mean, of course, you hope you find the love of your life. But like, I just went in it like, I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to ask this person a bunch of questions. And then I'm going to have like a funny story to tell my friends later. Like I would think about telling my friends about the date after while I was still on the date. I think it's just like, again, not going in it and putting so much pressure on the person, but being like, I'm just doing it for the experience, for the story, for Mm -hmm. a good time. And like, exactly. Don't put so much pressure on it, I guess. Right. Like it's, it, it probably most dates, you know, are duds at the end of the day, but it's like, it's, it's all about figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And, you know, you kind of get to know yourself too when, Mm -hmm. So, and it, it makes you better at like networking for jobs and like other things mm-hmm. too. Just getting good at like talking to people you don't know and asking them questions and um, and also right. I've said this so many times to everyone I know. So I'm sorry if you're hearing it again, but <laughs> I always thought about when I was single and dating that one day I would have my person. One day I'd be like in my 40s, I'd be married and have kids and be living in a house, and the adventure would be done. Because I like it's that's it. It's it's figured out. That's not to say things don't change. Obviously, life is always changing, whatever. But I was enjoyed the unknown that not knowing how I was going to meet him. What's my story going to be like looking forward to that? And now that I am engaged with my person and I'm so happy and blah, blah, blah. No, but I really like (laughs) obviously would never (laughs) would never go back. But it's done now. Like I met him. I've, I had my story and of course we're going to have a beautiful life together, but like Mm -hmm. the unknown is done. And like, that is a little sad. So I guess another thing is just to keep in mind, it's fun. It will all be figured out one day. Enjoy the unknown. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Because I mean, like I've been, I've been on and off single for a very, very long time. So, (laughs) and to be honest, I'm like, I, a lot like your lifetime is a long time so even still I'm like oh my like to get married and you know in your 30s I'm like that is still a long time to be with one person like Mm -hmm. I don't know you know yeah some people don't meet the love of their life till they're like in their 50s or 60s sometimes it's their second marriage sometimes it's after like 
a spouse dies, which is really sad. But you know, a lot can happen in life. Just enjoy the ride. Wow. Totally. So annoying. (laughs) Enjoy the enjoy the ride, man. Totally. Whatever, bro. We're so chill. I've never been type A. Like, oh my God, when am I gonna find someone? You know? (laughs) I never did that. Definitely not. Definitely not. (laughs) Um, let's see. There's I can see a featured comment on here. So so the featured comment says, How about focus on you? Develop your interests, maybe get a second job, get out there and chase your passion and go for your personal goals. You may find while in the midst of forging meaning in your life, a partner comes along, give it a try. Yep. Lovely. All right. So our vice isn't that prolific. It's pretty much what everyone <laughs> But Oh my God. Now I'm just like, are there any funny ones? Let's see if there's any funny ones. Um, well, this one is you're giving off a vibe that tells men you meet, stay away or desperate. You need to stop trying to date. Maybe instead build a life you love living. Find people with common interests. Next time you're in a coffee shop, engage with others using small talk. Next expectations, just converse. Uh, <laughs> so people are so mean. <laughs> bitter. <laughs> Nobody likes bitter. Trust me on that. Okay. They're probably not wrong. No, but I feel like you can sense. Okay, so here's this thing. This is a really mean thing. What, Wait, Rita? The, the world is full of horned up men just begging for some backside. Have you tried doublelist.com? What's doublelist.com? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> begging for some backside. I've never heard that expression. Me neither. Um, <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. But um, I just liked what one of the comments said. Build a life you love living. And that's very true. And people are drawn to that. Totally. Yeah. Cause think about like if, if the shoes reversed, right. So if like you're like, when I'm looking for like, you know, a person, like you want someone that is like not miserable and enjoys their life and has a life of their own. And, and then, you know, so hopefully, and hopefully the puzzle pieces, you know, come together, but like you, that's, but if you're dating someone and they're like, I don't know, what I, you know, I don't know yeah. what I want to do. I don't, I feel like I'm tired of dating and they like just kind of like a, a downer. Like that's no one wants to hang out with that. Yeah. When I, after my last relationship before meeting Tyler, I would tell all my friends, I want to find a turnkey man. I don't want a fixer upper. I don't want one that has baggage or issues that we're going to have to work through. I want someone that has a good relationship with their family, has friends, has hobbies and activities and a fulfilling life. I wanted them to be fully formed turnkey. I just walk right in and don't have to do a damn thing. That's what everyone wants. I know. That is honestly, that's the, that's the dream right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. And now I'm like, oh God, I'm so- <laughs> You're turnkey, Allie. <laughs> I, I think I'm turnkey. It's the people I attract are not turnkey. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I love you do, a fixer-upper. You love a fixer-upper and you like someone who's younger, which lends itself to that. I know. Well, it's because literally everyone here in San Diego is 27 years old. That's no, true, too. Literally everybody. That's true, too. 27. Oh. Right. They're always 27 and they're always like – San Diego was hard for me because everyone was just very chill about what they were doing with their lives, which is nice. And I think there's a certain balance to be found, but, um, I agree. It's, it's hard to meet a man there. So best of luck. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much. I wasn't able to do it. I lived there for five years and I wasn't able to find someone. So I ended up coming back to Long Beach. So Yeah. I don't think um... – well, Jerry's still out. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we have to do Never Have I Ever, and I need to go get the cards. So. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, are you ready for a little Never Have I Ever? Sure I am. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> All right, here's your card. I'm not looking. Okay. Never Have I Ever Called Animal Control. No, I have not. That's a stupid one. Yeah, let's do another one. Never have I ever used deodorant instead of bathing. I mean, 99% of the time. Okay, no, I'm kidding. But like my friends <laughs> will joke that I don't shower enough. And uh, How many times do you shower? Do you shower once a day? I usually shower once a day. Is there a day or two in between when I'm working from home and not seeing anyone that I just slap on a little deodorant and put on my sweats? Sure. What where's, about you? Where's the crime? Are you a daily shower? <laughs> I do shower. I shower at least once a day because I like to shower in the morning because it wakes me up a little bit. And then yeah. um, depending if I like worked at night, I always shower after as well. And then oh. or if I go before work. If I haven't showered somehow in the morning, then I shower before work and then I shower after. Oh, so you're a double shower gal. Sometimes too. But I mean, I've also had days where I'm like, oh, man, I haven't showered. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely do it do it more than most and it is um, disgusting. But I, generally <laughs> speaking, I get up and I exercise. I shower. If I don't exercise, maybe it slips my mind. All right. Well, we'll give you a pass on that. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll pick one. Never have I ever had sex in a graveyard. Oh, no. That is – if someone has done that, please let us know. Why? I mean, it depends, I guess. Because some are nice. Some are, like, nice parks. Like, have you been to Hollywood forever? Yeah, but then, like, no. In L.A., that'd be fun. That'd be a fun <laughs> place to have sex. Oh, I've never been there. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like uh, the cemetery where, like, all the celebrities are buried and stuff. And at Halloween, they do, like, movies in the graveyard or whatever. And yeah. it's pretty nice. That would be cool. I don't know. It would it, – that would um... – that would spook me out, I think, a lot. It would I would be losing focus. Yeah. All <laughs> over the place. No. <laughs> um okay, well, I think that was that it? I think that's it. And we're wrapping it up in like wrapping just an hour, which is perfect because that was my Short lunch break. <laughs> you gotta clock back in. Uh yeah. gotta go to work soon. Um and then next year we'll we're gonna talk about some guests and we potentially might have some exciting things happening. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. And we will be back probably in the new year. And honestly, I'm not sure when. Sometime in January, probably. Yep. I hope everyone has a great holiday season. And rate, review, subscribe. And we'll see you in 2023. See you then. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>